Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Dung, and today we're going to be talking about focusing on the process. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this weekend just passed on Saturday. Um, I had my first running event of the year, which was really good. I really enjoyed it. In fact, it was one of my favorite events that I've done so far in uh, all the running stuff that I've done. Um, it was really good. It was another tough runner event. So I've done several tough runner half marathons before. Um, they're usually pretty good. Um, the tough runner motto or slogan is um, flat is boring, um, and which means all the events usually have a lot of elevation. And this event was no different. Um, this event was actually the Tough Runners first. It was their inaugural um, canny cross event, which is um, races for dogs. So um, I was able to take snow with me. There were about 120 dogs there in total, I think. Um, so an, a phenomenal event put on by those guys. Um, snow loved it. I loved it. Um, other dog, all the other dogs had a whale of a time. It was great seeing all the dogs at the start line. Uh, you can imagine it was a bit chaotic with 120 dogs waiting to get off running. Um, a lot of them, well, most of them were super excited to be getting off um, for a run. So they were all kind of uh, yapping and, and whining to get going, uh, just really enthusiastic and ready to go. Um, a, a really, really good event. We did the, there were two options. You could do a five kilometer or a 10 kilometer. I'd booked it a little while ago and I'd booked the five kilometer, um, which turned out to be a good shout because over the Christmas period, I had been ill. So this was my first running event. I've, I've only run once previous to this race. Um, this year so I'm slowly just getting back into it now um, told by the doctors I can start back up again slowly so that's what I'm doing so the 5k worked really really well um, it, it was a beautiful um, course the it was on it was a trail run through Afana Forest in South Wales which is near Port Talbot and um, you know I definitely go back and I definitely do another one of these events again in the future um, I think Snow would probably love to do a 10 kilometer one once we've got back into running she uh she was a little bit slower than I expected this time around, which, which suited me fine because I, I was a bit slower as well. So I expected her to be towing me around the course. Um, but she was lovely uh, trotting by my side, which was pretty good. Um, so usually she's a little bit more enthusiastic, but I kind of hadn't taken into account um, when she's in the car traveling. She doesn't really lie down. I've never been able to work out why that is. Um, her brother, who I have in the car with me every now and again, um, he lies down straight away and goes to sleep in the car. She likes to sit up wherever we're going and watch out the back window. And she so obviously it's about a two hour drive from where I live to Port Talbot. So she was sat up for two hours on the way there. And then she was messing around with, you know, playing with the other dogs um, before uh, before we got going. So she was already quite tired and I hadn't taken that into account. Um, but um, it, like I say, it worked well for me um, because it didn't mean I was being towed around the course like I normally am. So, um, yeah, all around a good event. So into today's podcast, so I wanted to talk about um, focusing on the process. And I think a lot of people, you know, we mentioned this in last week's podcast, a lot of people get caught up on focusing on the goal or the objectives, your targets, and kind of forget about the process. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, not problems as such, but you're probably going to miss out on a lot um, if you're doing that. So if you're kind of that focused on uh, your end game, you're going to miss out on the experiences um, and enjoying those experiences to get to those that end game. Um, you know, a really good example. This was a really um, good time to have this conversation. I had a, I was having a conversation with somebody this week and um, 
But he said to me, I asked him, you know, it's the first time I'd seen them this year. I, you know, asked them all the usual standard questions when you see somebody for the first time in the new year. Uh, you know, how how's it going? Did you have a good Christmas? Did you have a good new year? And his response was, well, it was okay, but it wasn't that great. And I was thinking, oh, I've walked myself into something. You know, there's been some terrible family accident or um, somebody's been ill or, or something. I said, oh, uh, what's happened? And he said, um, oh, you know, I'm just really kind of upset about it. And I said, oh, what, what, what happened? And he said, oh, my son. And I thought, oh, his son's been ill or, you know, the worst happened or something. And he said, oh, my son's um, announced it. He got engaged. And um, he wants to get married at the back end of this year or or the beginning of next year. And I was like, oh, OK. Um, so, so what happened? And he's like, no, no, that's it. And I was like, oh, what? so um, why is that a negative thing? That sounds like a really positive thing to me. Um, you know, if I if, um, I, you know, whenever any of my friends or family get engaged, you know, it's usually quite a positive event. And he said, oh, well, um, you know, uh, it's going to cost a lot of the wedding. So um, I'm going to have to put. Um, some money towards it and I've done the calculations and it means that I'm going to have to retire a year later than I was expecting um, to be able to pay for my son's wedding and I said oh right okay so how about um, the the the, the um, lady that he's got engaged to because I've met her a few times and um, I, I've always got on with her but you know I've only met her for you know a couple of minutes here and there just to say hello to kind of thing I've never properly met her so to speak and um, he said, oh, no, I, I really, really like her. I said, oh, so so you like her? She's, he's got engaged to this girl that's really nice. You you know, you like her, he likes her. Um, really, is that not a positive thing? And he says, no, no, it's just that year extra in the thing. And I was like, you know, you're, you're missing out on the opportunity to be happy for them, um, you know, and support them in this decision. They're going to be so excited about this stuff. You know, have you talked to them? Do, do, they, do they need you to to um, pay for the wedding is have they asked you that oh no that's just something i wanted to do i've always wanted to be able to when my when my sons got married i always wanted to be able to contribute towards the wedding and pay you know a nice sum towards it for them and i said oh that's great that's a really positive thing to do but if it's going to cause you so much pain or grief you know what if it's, it's causing you so much stress then he doesn't know he's not asked for that um then could you could you reduce the amount or could you you know, just not do it or, or you know, have a think about the best way to, to achieve that. Or could you talk to him about when he's going to get married and if you want, you know, give yourself a little bit longer to save or, or whatever, you know. And he was like, oh, no, I've not talked about it because I didn't really want to talk to him. And, you know, when he was talking to me, he was all excited. And I think I brought him down a little bit when I said um, that, that I wasn't too happy about it. And I was like, oh, wow, you're missing out on such an opportunity. Like I say, you're you're kind of really... You know, you've got an opportunity to share in his joy. You know, it's one of the key moments of his life. I should imagine, you know, um, it's such an exciting time. Everything around it should be positive and energetic and, you know, just really looking to the future, really, rather than that kind of negativity. And I think the thing was, I went away from the conversation thinking, you know, he's so focused on that retirement and um, the notion of retirement that, it, it's come as a massive blow to him that he's had to put the retirement back by six months or a year or whatever it's going to end up being. He was talking about a year, but you know, he, he's been that focused on that goal for so long by the sounds of it, that now that he's going to struggle achieving it when he thought it was, he's, he's kind of really suffering from that um, demotivation and that 
negativity and and missing out, like I say, on just that wonderful opportunity of spending some great time with his son, congratulating him, um, spending some time with his new fiance, um, his, his son's new fiance, you know, and just having that lovely time thinking about it and missing out on all those positive conversations and that excitement, that um, contagious excitement when an event like that happens. And I think a lot of us get into this state sometimes. And I think it's a dangerous place to be in because, you know, plans aren't always going to go um, the way we think they are. You know, we're not, there are always going to be knocks, you know, life happens. There are always going to be blows that knock us back. There are always going to be obstacles that we have to overcome. And, when we have those obstacles and when we have those problems, those issues, those things that delay us slightly, you know, there are a couple of options. And, and one of those options is to kind of take that negative route and, you know, oh, I can't, I can't do that. But if you take the time to focus on the problem instead, um, one of the other options is focusing on the process, enjoying what you're doing, enjoying the present Stop worrying, stop focusing too much about the tomorrow. Tomorrow may never come, you know. We never, we may not be lucky enough to get to tomorrow. So focus on today, focus on the now, focus on the process. And, you know, the, these, this scenario focuses across, you know, it's a, it's a good example, um, that you can translate into business as well. You know, we all have business goals. Maybe you're setting up a new business and your business, uh, your business goal for the first year, um, was to make 50,000 pounds, maybe, for example. Um, but you've you've only got to thirty thousand pounds, and um, you've kind of hit a hurdle, and you're really struggling to to um, progress any further or to increase those sales. Um, now, if you take that kind of negative approach and let that spiral, you could easily get to the oh, this isn't working. I'm not meeting my goals. I'm not reaching my goals. Um, so you could easily let that defeat you and end up leaving your leaving the business and and quitting your own business and going and doing something else because you've kind of not kept that consistency and um you you've kind of let the negativity affect you you're focusing on that goal rather than the process whereas if you do in the process focus on the process stay focused on the process and learn to enjoy the process you know um then it's going to be a much positive experience much more positive experience you can't keep going, keep doing the process and not achieve anything. It's physically impossible to keep doing something, keep make, moving forward, keep making progress and not achieving something. So instead of kind of focus on that negative attitude that you're not meeting those sales targets for yourself, focus on the things that are going right. Focus on the things that um, you could improve. Focus on getting the things done that need to be done. So what is it that's making you not hit that sales target? Are you not sending out enough promotional emails? Is your marketing campaigns not great? Is your customer service not good enough? Do, do Is it just that not enough people know about what you're doing? What is it that you can do to improve that? And then put in, plan a little pla- put in place a little plan even to put that right. Now, that may look different depending on what you're doing. You know, for example... Um, I, you know, I talk about my fitness quite a lot on the podcast because that's quite important to me, my health and fitness. I'm doing my 100 kilometer run later on in the year. So if I don't do that for whatever reason, I will be looking at it instead of saying, oh, I'm never going to run again. I'm going to stop doing it because I wasn't able to achieve my goal or my target. I'm going to look at it and go, do you know what? I actually achieved X amount of it, which is a phenomenal task because it's the most I've ever achieved anyway. Um, 
what can I do next time to improve it? And and it's going to be oh more training of this kind or more um, uh, better nutrition of this kind. And, you know, and then start um, getting into the process of that. So say I need to do more training runs. It's actually starting to enjoy the process of those training runs and focus on that process rather than the end goal or the fact that I've missed it or delayed that end goal or whatever it is. Enjoy those runs. Be a bit more mindful when I'm out on those runs, making sure that I'm aware of how I'm feeling, what I'm doing. Make it a more positive experience. Reward myself afterwards if necessary. And once you start enjoying the process, it's going to be a lot easier to progress. And like I say, if you keep doing the process with that laser focus, with that uh, massive consistency, it will be impossible to not progress and move forward and eventually achieve those goals. Now, it might take slightly longer than you wanted it to, but you will eventually reach those goals and those targets. If not, if if, you're, if you've been going for a couple of years and you've still not reached those initial goals and targets, something's not quite right. You need to look at all the different aspects of the processes that you've got in place. And this is true whether you're looking at a fitness thing, whether you're looking at a business thing, a property thing, um, friendships, um, relationship type things. What's not quite working? Let's put a plan in place. Let's put a process in place that we can follow and get involved with that process rather than focusing too much on the end goal. Um, so that kind of, it came out of last week's podcast. We mentioned it a little bit on last week's podcast. And that conversation I had with Guy this week, um, you know, it really made me think about it and kind of, you know, um, I've talked about previously about my goals and objectives and how I've got them up on the wall so that I can see them. And I want to try and shift my focus a little bit. So I still do those goal reviews and making sure that what I'm doing is getting me there. But what I want to make sure is that I'm actually doing the process. So I'm actually doing my training runs. I'm actually doing my marketing campaigns, etc., etc. So what does that look like for you? What's your process? Well, what do you need to be doing to get to the next level to achieve your goals and your targets? What is it that you need to be focusing on um, in, in terms of a process. Um, you know, Eric Thomas says, you know, where your energy goes, um, your where your focus goes, your energy flows. And I think that's important because, um, like I said, you can really become derailed if you get demotivated by being overly focused on those end objectives. You know, some people's objectives, rightfully so, are massive objectives and massive goals, so, you know, you're not going to achieve them overnight and you're not going to achieve them straight away. So, you know, focusing on that too much is really going to hit you hard and demotivate you if, if if you're a certain kind of person. And I know I certainly am. If I don't see that needle moving, that dial moving at all, I get really demotivated. So what can you do to move that dial, shift that dial towards achieving your goals? Um, what processes can you put in place? What's that infrastructure for success? You know, we've mentioned that several times on the podcast, that infrastructure for success. Well, your your systems and your processes, those are the main infrastructure for your success, that consistency in delivering those processes. So hopefully that's helped today. That's all I wanted to talk about. And uh, uh, hopefully you've all kind of got in your head what that process needs to look like for the different elements of your life. And uh, hopefully that's been of help. So I shall see you all next week. Thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm.